Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Josh. And this is the One Word Podcast. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to Season 4, Episode 3 of the One Word Podcast. At One Word, our motto is choose it, rep it, live it. And this podcast is one of the ways that we dive into a word and learn how we can apply it to our lives. In today's episode, we're talking about thankfulness. We're going to unpack an enemy of thankfulness and try to get a better understanding of the consequences of being unthankful as we really reiterate the importance of thankfulness that we've talked about on the show before. So without further ado, here we go. All right, Nick, before we get going into the content of this episode, it is time for Rapid Fire, one of our new segments. Last time, we just blew right through and forgot about it, so we're starting with it this time so we don't forget. So sorry about that, but it's going down. All right. Hey, it's for the listeners. We got to get some redemption from episode two. Yeah, that was that was my bad. I was supposed to ask the questions. We definitely didn't. But all right. here we are. We're, we're, we're back. Here we go. All right, rapid fire. First thing that comes to your mind, we're doing it quick. Ready All for right, this? here we go. Quick, quick. You get to go to a concert tonight for free from any band. Who's it going to be? Justin Bieber. Oh, okay. Easy. Best menu item at Starbucks? Just a blonde roast coffee. What even is that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> trade Tua or keep him? Keep Tua. Yes, thank you. That's the right answer. Yep. All right, yep. last one. Give up one of these for the rest of your life. Chicken oh or steak? Oh, I eat chicken way more, so I'm going to say steak. I'm not wow. like a diehard steak what guy. All right. Hey, that was a quick rapid fire. That, that was, was a rapid, rapid the, fire, you might say. For the record, that might be the most decisive 30 seconds of my life. I think it I, was. Yeah, that's uncommon for me. But, hey, glad we got it out of the way. That's good. That's good. Good um, stuff. All right. Later today, thankfulness, giving thanks. That is the topic of the conversation. If you guys are familiar with the One Word Podcast, way back in the original, the OG days, we did a couple episodes on thankfulness, talking about thankfulness as a worldview, thankfulness on purpose, trying to give ourselves and the listeners some practical ways that we can become more thankful people. So rather than just kind of beating that horse again and again, we're still talking about thankfulness, but we're going to try to bend this conversation towards an understanding of why is it important to be thankful by looking at the consequences of being unthankful. So we are going to have some conversation around one really common enemy to thankfulness. Um, and as we do that, we're going to try to understand how that enemy of thankfulness affects our lives down the road, not just today. And even understanding thankfulness, not just as something that, that makes us happier right now, or is going to give us a better week or a better outlook on our lives, but how it's literally going to change us from the inside out. So uh, I wanted to start out with this little, <laughs> this little 7.30 a.m. research that I was doing on a Wednesday. So I guess take this with a grain of salt, but in the NIV translation of the Bible, the word thanks appears 72 times, 
a little bit more in the Old Testament, but pretty evenly split between the Old Testament and the New Testament. And every, like, example that I saw is all about thanks to God. It's not like Mm. thanks for the rain or thanks for the harvest or thanks for the family. It's all thanks to God, which, first of all, I thought was interesting. But second of all, I wanted to talk about Romans chapter 1, verse 21, because this is the only one that I found. Again, take it with a grain of salt. It might not actually be the only one that talks about what happens when people are not thankful. So Romans 1, 21 reads, Yes, they knew God, but they wouldn't worship him as God or even give him thanks. As they began to think up foolish ideas of what God was like, and they began to think up foolish ideas of what God was like. As a result, their minds became dark and confused. So this reality that a group of people, people that knew who God was but chose not to give him thanks, the NIV says they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him, had a direct impact on the status of their hearts and of their minds. So we we need to understand thankfulness as, yes, something that's important, something that can make you feel good, give you a better day. But more importantly, well, we need to understand it as something that has a literal effect on our lives, not just today, but years and years and years to come. And the choice to be thankful has that effect, but equally so, the choice to not be thankful has that effect as well. So, Josh, talk to us a little bit about this enemy of thankfulness. Yeah, Nick. Thanks for setting that up. That's huge. And I trust your research. I'm going on there and saying I trust the 730 a.m. research. Thanks. <laughs> awesome. Well, I think one of the biggest enemies of thankfulness, and I would actually say it runs in the complete opposite direction, is bitterness. And I think bitterness, much like you just talked about thankfulness, kind of growing from our heart and from our minds, I think bitterness can kind of do the same thing if we allow it to and if we let it kind of fester. And so I would say bitterness spreads fast. It affects other people. It drags them down and it usually is paired with a negative attitude and harsh words. And so a lot of times thankfulness runs in the complete opposite way. It, it builds people up. It's also affects others, but it usually comes with a positive attitude and kind and uplifting words. And so what I would say a huge enemy of thankfulness is bitterness and that they actually run in opposite directions. Josh, so as you say that, uh, not the pushback, but the question that I'm getting is, or that I'm thinking of, is there are circumstances in all of our lives that drive us towards thankfulness naturally, and there are circumstances that drive us toward bitterness naturally. So what do you think, and I'm putting you on the spot here, what do you think is a way to not just be a victim of your circumstances? I hate to use that, that language because I feel like it's used a lot but yeah i don't know does that make sense what i'm what yeah, i'm saying no that's a great question um i think it's something we all deal with uh just off the top of my head i'm gonna say probably rather than being reactive we want to be proactive and i'm gonna turn that to a quick verse here and i don't yep. want to prescribe that that's the meaning of this verse but i do <laughs> get that from this verse it's in luke six forty-five. And this is the niv version mm-hmm. it says a good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart. And an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. And so it's really easy to be a victim of our circumstances when we allow our circumstances to dictate 
our attitude and our perspective on life and our approach to life. Rather, if we establish, hey, I'm going to actually intentionally uh, set up streams of my life of, of thankful of thankfulness, that can be a game changer. I think uh, you mentioned it a little bit earlier. We're going to dive into this deeper uh, from some stuff from Dr. Caroline Leaf's book, but we would say that thankfulness is so much more than just the cognitive stream mm. or just the behavioral stream uh, or just the emotional stream that it's actually all three of those. And it's so crucial for us. Um, if we're not intentional about those things, if we're not intentional about our habits, if we're not intentional about the things that we're putting before our eyes and filling our minds with the things that we're listening to and filling our minds with and the things that we're reflecting on, right? Like it's super easy at the end of the day to get home and to tell your family or to tell your wife or to tell your roommate all of the awful, terrible horrible things that happen. And a lot of times for me, I'll just be honest, the temptation is literally just to tell my wife about what just happened on my drive. Can you believe it? This idiot driver just pulled right in front of me. Classic Florida drivers have no clue. And that's what I can focus on. And I can just get bitter and sour. And then anything else that comes my way, I'm just super defensive and walled up and negative mm. uh, rather than focusing on the good that happened that day and choosing to be thankful uh, for the awesome things that God allowed me to experience that day. I know yeah. that answer kind of went off the rails, but hopefully that <laughs> hit home. No, it's good. It's really good. I think that reminds me of what, it, like you said, Caroline Leaf says a lot about so much of your thought life and just the, I don't know, the default or the status of your brain comes from the way that you react to things going on around you. And that's not at all to say that some things happen that, that don't merit like a negative reaction. Like it's okay to be sad, mad, upset, annoyed, angry at circumstances, but I think a word that you said, or at least I think you said it, of like dwelling on those, I think that is where the, the real reaction and the real like nature of the brain is is changed. So Caroline Leaf talks about in her book, Switch on Your Brain, which is one that we have referenced probably quite a few times on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> she She talks about this idea of multiple perspective advantage. And here's like a, a brief overview of what that is. Choice is real and free will exists. You're able to stand outside of yourself, observe your own thinking, consult with God, and change the negative toxic thought or grow the healthy positive thought. When you do this, your brain responds with a positive neurochemical rush and structural changes that will improve your intellect. So she goes on to describe how those structural changes and neurochemical rushes actually have a physical biological change on your mind. And that change happens as a result of the negative toxic thought or the healthy positive thought. So in this instance, those are, are kind of like the two seeds that you have the opportunity to sow the negative toxic or the positive healthy. Uh, and we, I think would argue that thankfulness falls in the positive healthy category of that and i don't think that's much of an argument to make <laughs> doesn't take much to argue that yeah absolutely but, uh, Nick, but how, how would you say that plays out in your life yeah do you mean like dwelling on those thoughts yes 
Yeah, so the, I, the biggest thing that I would say for me is that dwelling on the thoughts that are, are negative and toxic, anything that would fit into that category, personally makes me much more angry and much more like easy to, to snap. Mm-hmm. Um, so there have been situations in the last few months where like somebody uh, around me or someone that I'm close to does something so little like just a way that I didn't expect them to to do it or say it or something that's annoying me and it like my reaction just does not match the situation whatsoever and I even recognize that inside of me but it still makes me think like what the heck why like that should not make me that angry that's literally nothing and oftentimes the other person would say like okay what that is so irrational for you to get that angry over something so small but um (laughs) i've been there before yeah so so in my life that's i think what the the negative toxic thought looks like the the positive healthy on the reverse is much more i think it looks like me being in other people's corner rather than being Mm. in the corner opposite them um that could be people that i don't even know that i just see on the side of the road or it could be people that I live with. Um, mm. Yeah, so I think the positive healthy is, is much more uniting and the negative toxic is much more dividing. That's really good. Um, one of my favorite authors, John Gordon, I mean, we talk about, I talk about him a lot at least or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He always says, uh, focus on the root, not the fruit. And I love that quote and I think it's so applicable for a lot of things in life, but I think this one it's very applicable for because like you were saying, the negative toxic side is a lot of times just reactive in the moment and that's where you're focusing on just the fruit and like, oh, what was the reaction played out in my life? Whereas, hey, let's focus on the root. Let's establish uh, rhythms of establishing rhythms of established thankfulness and gratitude in my life so that that's going to play out throughout my day so that when I do have those reactions, it's going to be good fruit that comes out. Yeah. Uh, Kind of on top of that, and we're going to get a little bit more into the three streams piece that you had mentioned um, and that Caroline Leaf talks about as well. But uh, this past weekend, our pastor was telling a story about one of his professors in Bible college that was starting to get dementia. And I guess it was coming on slowly but he was saying that he just wants, like, all that he wants to do is is read and memorize scripture at that wow. point in his life. That's what he wanted to do wow. because he had heard a lot of stories of Christian men and women who, once they got dementia, started saying, like, all sorts of crazy or nasty things because, yes, it, it I I don't know the the details of dementia, but essentially what he was saying is that those things were stored up in their hearts. And when they didn't have any control over what they said, that's what came out. And Mm -hmm. so this guy was saying, I want to store up truth and I want to store up goodness in my heart so that when I don't have any control over what comes out of my mouth, like the word of God is coming out of my mouth. Wow, dude, what a story. I know. Pretty, pretty incredible. But anyways, so yeah, the, the three streams piece, and I think the really the directions we, we wanted to take in, in talking about thankfulness was just that understanding that I guess in congruence with that story, it affects way more than just your cognitive behavior, way more than just the thoughts that you think way more than, I don't know, just the, the outlook 
that you have on life, but at a deeper level, like it, it impacts and like Carolyn Leaf says, physically changes the like the makeup of your heart and the way through which you see those things. So in the beginning, we mentioned we talked about thankfulness as a worldview and these small acts or decisions to choose thankfulness over bitterness, thankfulness mm-hmm. over revenge are setting up shop for you to be thankful down the road. Yeah, that's so good. Nick, let me just break down the three streams as simple as possible and then get your comments on it. Yep. So we would say the three streams are the cognitive stream, the emotional stream, and the behavioral stream. And the cognitive stream, we would just say, is all the mental game and about the perspective that you choose to take. Uh, the emotional one is focused on the heart. It's not It's not necessarily just like, oh, think about a person being emotional, like crying or lashing out or whatever. Uh, it's a heart shift and a heart uh, set. And then the behavioral is actually what we do like with our hands, with our physical bodies. It's actually what we're choosing to put in place. And so what would your comments be on that, Nick, as far as applying the word thankful into those three streams? Yeah, it really doesn't feel like you can apply thankfulness into one without it affecting the others, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, the the one that comes to mind first would be it feels like the funnel at least starts with the cognitive and then flows into the emotional and then ends in not ends in the behavioral, but ultimately affects the behavioral, right? So thinking of it as like a cause and effect, the cause of dwelling on the positive, healthy thoughts, the cause of deciding to be thankful uh, mm. apart from what your circumstances tell you, you should be or should feeling or even are justified to feel. Um, then obviously affects your your emotional state right like the the emotions of someone who dwells on bitterness and lives with bitterness in their heart versus the emotional state of someone that lives with gratitude in their heart are are vastly different Mm -hmm. like i would go as far to say the quality of life is vastly different oh my gosh huge and it's so noticeable to the other person right Mm -hmm. when you when you have an interaction or when you have a friend or a person that you work with that you interact on a daily basis with that has a thankful grateful heart it's just a world of a difference whereas like i know for me um i i have a person that i know i interact with on a semi-regular basis Mm -hmm. and i like try to avoid that person because Every time I say, hey, how are you doing today? Or how's your day going? It's literally, I know the answer. It's already going to be, well, it's another day, you know, and it's going to be negative and all this stuff. And I have to hear a barrage of just like, oh my gosh, do you just spend all your time watching the news and just hearing about how terrible and awful life is? Like, I don't want to see this person because I'm like, I know what I'm going to get. This person has a bitter heart and that's the way that they view life. And that's what comes out of their mouth. It's like, I want to, I want to run into people and interact with people on the opposite end of the spectrum. So yeah. we, we know Thanksgiving is coming up in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And so we know that's an easy day to be thankful and, uh, that, uh, everyone's focused on it and you're going to see a gajillion, uh, posts on social media about what people are thankful for. <laughs> uh, but we, we want to encourage you guys, our heart for this episode coming at this time is we want to encourage you guys to step into a lifestyle of thankfulness. Yeah. Absolutely. And and in closing, before Josh gives us the challenge, which Josh, we didn't talk about this before the episode. So this is me giving you like 30 seconds to, to game plan a spot, challenge. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, just to, to kind of recap and summarize our thoughts, the the choices that you make 
are creating who you're going to be tomorrow, right? Like mm. your character is just made up of the choices that you make today. And so the, the question that we want to think about is, are, are we sowing seeds of gratitude, of thankfulness, or are we sowing seeds that are running in the opposite direction? Like bitterness was the example that we used today, but you could plug in a few more there that I can think of just off the top of my head. So the idea of, of small things happening today small reactions to our circumstances that we're choosing to be thankful rather than bitter, rather than angry. Not that those are unjustified feelings in the moment. Um, those, those small reactive decisions are going to add up to a character and a person who is thankful in their mind, in their emotions, and in their behavior. Yeah, that's so good, Nick. Thanks so much, man. This was a great episode. And listeners, we're so grateful for you guys. We hope you've enjoyed these first two episodes of the season. Um, The intro and then freedom and today I'm thankful. But our challenge for you would be this. I was going to challenge you to take a five-minute walk for two weeks in a row. So you've got two about two weeks and like two days. You've got like 16 days until Thanksgiving uh, when this episode releases. So I want to challenge you for those 16 days or 14 of them consecutively, take a five-minute thankful walk and talk to God, whether it's out loud or just in your thoughts or in your heart, but talk to God and tell him what you're thankful for. I know I want to circle back, Nick, to your uh, point earlier about how all of the the verses in the Bible and the NIV version were about thanks being to God. Mm. And so uh, spend five minutes, whether it's the start of your day, the end of your day, the middle of your day, a lunch break, after work, whatever it is, spend a five minute thankful walk and tell God all that you're thankful for. And I'm going to, I'm going to assume, and I'm going to guess uh, when I do that, usually when I get back, I won't take my phone with me. But when I get back, I'm like, man, I got to text this person because I'm really thankful for this person. And I hope that that becomes uh, something that becomes a habit for you or something that's on your lips. Like maybe you need to tell someone in your family or at your office that you're thankful for them. And so we hope that this becomes a lifestyle for you. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of the One Word Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed season four, episode three on thankfulness. Nick, take it away. Yeah, today we debriefed thankfulness and specifically talked about the enemy of thankfulness in being bitter. We tried to understand how thankfulness doesn't just affect your behavior or how you're feeling today or this week, but how it really affects your life especially down the road as you choose to sow seeds of thankfulness. So we hope you guys enjoyed. Give us a like, give us a follow on social media, leave us a review. We love it. We love it. We love it. And we can't wait to see you guys next time. Send this episode to someone you're thankful for. Come on.